Hello, everyone, and welcome to a look back on one year of Parks and Rewatch. This is... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's only appropriate. This is a look back on a year of making this show because as crazy as it is... How? It's been a year. How has it been a year? It's been a year. We're going to... When I talk to you about it, they're like, wait, what? It's really been a year? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, this was both the longest and shortest year of my life. I was just going to say it both does and does not feel like it's been a year. Wow. Oy. Wow. Oy. So we're going to take a look back on some of our favorite things about having launched this podcast a year ago and everything that's happened since. And it's been a lot. But Joy and I just wanted to start with a few of our favorite moments, just a few quick snapshots of our favorite moments recording this podcast over the last year. Uh, Joy, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I want you to go first. All right. So my first moment that I have here, my first snapshot is when we recorded the first ever where in the world is John Ralphia segment during the pilot <laughs> <Why>? episode? <laughs> because that is the moment when I knew that we were on to something. How? That was like the most terrifying segment for me for like months. It it was mostly because I was I mean, through the whole pilot episode, you know, I'm sort of gauging how well is this working, you know, like are we actually going to be able to make something that people think is funny? Um, and so it was when I revealed that he, I thought he moved into the tube slide <laughs> after Leslie <laughs> evicted the drunk guy. And you laughed so hard at that. I was like, okay, yeah. Good job, like, Joy of the Past. We can, we can make some objectively funny stuff with this. I think this is And then is I went right work. to logistics of how would you stay stuck in the slide and sleep, obviously. But that was the fun part because we just ran with it and it was delightful. Okay, so during the pilot, I knew I was comfortable with you and that this was going to be fine when you kept trying to say rewrite and you kept saying <laughs> we white. And then I made fun of you for it and it bounced off of you and you were like, <laughs> yeah. And then we played with that. And that's when I was like, all right. All right. I think we'll be fine. Yeah. If I can make fun of you. Oh, we're yeah. Good. Yeah. That first <laughs> episode was just it's so crazy now to think back on it uh, because it was just kind of our that recording session was our litmus test, not only for parks and rewatch like the formula the show itself but also for each other you know our chemistry as hosts and things like that but I think I should just for the sake of marking this occasion uh oh, take gosh. another stab at it cold so here we go rewrite oh I did it yeah! <laughs> I've come so uh, far rewrite <laughs> My second favorite moment, I mean, these aren't chronologically ranked, but this is the second one I have written down, would be when I got joy with the smells like updog in here joke. <laughs> I was so like, I remember sitting there and looking at you and being like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you trying to get me to do? Like the anxiety filling my body and being like, 
I'm missing something. I don't know what it is. And all the little people in my head running around being like, what is she talking about? What is she talking about? Figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. It was just so special to me because I honestly thought going into that, there's no way she hasn't heard this joke from someone somewhere at some time. And so I thought I was going to get a, oh, haha, like that's clever or whatever. And then I realized, oh, she's never heard this before. <laughs> yeah, just jump in and take advantage. It's fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> I just I loved I loved how that wound up because it was just like uh, I could see your wheels just turning and you were approaching it from every angle and you were gonna figure it out and then how angry you were when you realized what it was. <laughs> um deserved. Deserved. <laughs> that was great. And then yeah. rounding it out for me, oh this I loved this so much. It was when we made our dream fantasy Quidditch teams out of the mm-hmm. Parks and Rec cast. That came out of nowhere. I, I listened. Know. I listened back to a bunch of the be- our beginning episodes, and I when I got to that one, I was like, "Dang, this is where me being a longer processor really bit me in the butt." Because you're like, "Ah, let's develop this amazing team." And not only did you do the primary and the secondary, but you reached out <laughs> into like the tertiary characters, and we're like, "Oh, well, let's do this and this and this." And I'm like, um, "Who can I think of? Who can I think of that could do a role?" Okay, it's fine. It's like Enneagram Seven training. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> So those were some of my favorite moments from our podcasting year. What are some of yours, Joy? I, oh, this is just like big scale. Looking back, I am amazed at how the deep dive section has developed because it, I don't know. I still have this deep fear that people actually don't really like it. And it's just me ranting for a very long time about really weird things that I happen to research And, but yet when I think back, this podcast helped me remember how much I actually really love research. And that was a part of Mm -hmm. me that was gone for a long time. And so being able to dig in and be like, oh, wait, oh, you mean I can call somebody and figure out how much it is to rent a possum for a day? (laughs) Okay. And when you started doing things like that, like... For me, I would have probably just left it with internet research. Like I might have Googled, you know, how much is it to rent a possum? But when you started actually calling people, I mean, it was like, oh, we are serious journalism now. (laughs) It's amazing how far you can get by saying, hi, my name's Joy Bork. I'm a co-host on a podcast. I have questions for you. And they're like, oh, podcast. Okay. Or they're terrified. Anyway, um, it's just, it's been so interesting to see how fast time flies when I'm doing research for the show. Like typically each episode takes me between three and six hours Mm -hmm. to prep for like the episode for today took me five hours to prep for. And yet I love it. It's just, it's so bizarre. And I go downstairs and curiosity curator Sharon and my uncle are like, so what are you learning about today? And I'm like, oh, well, let me tell you. And it's just, it's so weird. So I love that. (laughs) 
Um, when I think back, some of my favorite highlight memories are you yelling Leslie's apology <laughs> from Boys Club. <laughs> and some of you are my mom. <laughs> or whatever. One of you is my mom. Um, Classic. I remember our first live recording when we did Tom's Divorce. Oh, and we man. talked about um, Jurassic Fork. And all of that fun. <laughs> and that was when you knew you and Susan were going to get along because you both knew Casa Bonita. Oh, yeah. And Susan kept affirming everything for you that I couldn't affirm because I had no clue. <laughs> Ugh, that was perfect. That legendary Denver establishment. Right. And then during season two, episode 20, Summer Catalog, when we established Susan's craft room as the safe place, uh, when you kept winking at me. I do love yeah. that moment. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> and then I think the last big pivotal moment that I could think of was when our community started posting randomly on their own in our Facebook group mm -hmm. and the whole personality of our group started coming out and there's something so, why did dynastic just come into my head? That is a, nope, that's nope, a go with it. season Dyn one word. Dynastic. <laughs> we are creating our own dynastic, <laughs> uh, I just, I can't, um, just the, the personality of our community is amazing. Yes. And I absolutely love the interactions we get to have with every single one of our, our humans. So me too. All right, so this is your chance, listeners. Those of you who are with us on the Zoom call, if this any, this is your time. <laughs> this is your dance. Okay, but now, now you got to do it. Since you sung it, you got to do it spoken word. This is your time. This is your dance. Live every moment. Leave nothing to chance. Swim in the sea. Drink of the deep. Call on the mystery and hear yourself praying. Won't you save me? Insert bagpipes. Won't you save me? Anyway. That thank was thank you. Thank you. Dynastic. <laughs> anyway, anybody have anything you would like to share with us about hey Susan, I pick you. Okie doke. Well, first thing, um, I love the Bristol Steel chart. It yeah! was just like, like <laughs> I take that, Joe. I, I asked my daughters to give me a Bristol Stool chart mug for Valentine's oh Day and they fled out. <laughs> They, they declined, so I'm ordering my own, and I'll have it for next. And, um, but you guys made y'all made me love Mark because um, I never really noticed Mark before. And you, um, I've always was crazy about Chris because I rub, love Rob Lowe, but then he started looking like a jerk sometimes. Thanks. Yeah. So I want to thank you for flipping me over to yes. you know, loving Mark and missing him. Yes. Oh. Uh, uh. Success! My <laughs> life is good. Thank you, Susan. Anybody else got something they want to chime in with? Your favorite moment, something you learned. I see you, Taryn. Did I say it right? Um, Taryn's my mom's name, but my name is Amelia. JK, and okay. it was kind of a long time ago, but when you guys did the... um like the voice when Joe did the voice of the pageant queen person <laughs> a lot that was so good oh that was so good oh, I'm trying to book. remember exactly what voice I did for that um let me find it Trish Ionetta 
<laughs> Hi, y'all. I don't even know where to begin about yeah. <laughs> talking about this awesome town that was founded over 400 years ago. That was your voice. Yeah. Except that was me doing it. Trash, trash. <laughs> I, I got to do it by say, essentially saying trash. <laughs> trash. <laughs> My name's Trash Yanetta. Uh, <laughs> anybody else got something you want to talk about? One of your favorite moments. Hey, Carolyn. So I was not a fan of the John Ralphio segment in the beginning either. But then I remember on the Facebook page when we started having that crazy conversation about all the different John Ralphio things and it just like exploded. And that was like, <laughs> like you guys said, it was the first time like it was like I really felt like the whole community kind of like coming together over yeah. that. Uh-huh. And that was really cool. But also like this has been a crazy year and the Be Nice to Me mm-hmm. segments have spanned like just mm-hmm. so many different things this year. Yeah. And I think that that has been just a really cool part of the show Thank just you. to help ground us all in this craziness as well. Yeah, I absolutely. super appreciate that. So glad you're here, Carolyn. Anybody else? Hi, Livia. Um, one of my favorite memories was it was literally just a few days ago. And it was the, I think it was another example of like the community all coming together was the model UN discussion uh, in the Facebook group. Yes. It, it was amazing. It was so genuinely amazing. like the funniest thing that I feel like I've participated in in ages, as well as the last um, live recording. That was also just hilarious. Oh. With the booths and the <laughs> it was It was just hilarious. And it, it was like one of them nights, like as soon as I got off it, I was like, I can't wait for the next one because it was just like a big community and it was just hilarious the whole time. And it was really interesting to see how like everything's made and it was just really cool. So glad you're with us, Olivia. Yes. So glad. A hundred percent. Even though you are representing a somewhat questionable cosmic deity with a volcano for a mouth. (laughs) I mean, that's your decision. (laughs) Anybody else? Last call. What's up, Marie? I loved the um, the review that somebody left you where they talked from each character's perspective. Yes. Oh, like, so did we. Just their own writing of that was amazing, but then your performance of it was just beyond amazing. <laughs> and I love that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe someday that person will reveal themselves. Maybe. And we can give them an air hug. Maybe. From afar. From our respective basements. Yeah, well... I'm not in a basement anymore, but we can act like it. <laughs> oh, no. We can't say that line anymore. No, we still can. I'll just act like I'm in a basement. respective rooms. Do you see how beautiful my lighting is right now? This couldn't happen in a basement. I do. So much natural light. Thank you. <laughs> oh, friends. This has been amazing. Yes, it Thanks has. Thanks for sharing with us. Thank you so much, everyone, for sharing. Before we move on, last chance. Anybody want to share something before we move on? All right, cool. Let's do this. So I thought that we would dive in a little bit deeper kind of as we round out this look back on a year of Parks and Rewatch with maybe just some deeper reflections on what it's been like to start this show during a worldwide pandemic, no less, and just sort of what the journey has meant to us. Uh, so Joy, do you want to kick us off with this one? I started no, the last one. First. All right. We're good. So 
I had dipped my toe in the waters of podcasting before, but I never had anything that, quote, took. Uh, And it was my dream to have a podcast that gained enough traction to actually build an audience. It was the community aspect that I wanted the most. Like I wanted to be able to make something that, you know, I didn't care how many people, but just that some people were really into and I could, you know, we could interact with them. That interactivity was what I really wanted. And I also knew that if it was going to take off, I was going to need the right co-host. I'd done the just by myself thing. And that is, is tough. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Especially when you're trying to make something that's fun and lively, you need somebody else to go back and forth with. So I knew you I needed to make the... fun of yourself so many times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Before it just becomes very sad. Uh-huh. I said that funny. Isn't that great? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And in searching for a host, I've alluded to this before, but I felt like I was just casting lines out into the ether, hoping that I'd get a response. Um I mean, it was just like, hello, anybody you're looking for, I put feelers out on Reddit. I don't do Reddit. And I, I did Reddit for this looking for a, a co-host. I DM'd people on Instagram, like I'd find people's Instagram profiles that I thought might make a good match, and then I'd shoot them a message and gauge their interest. I checked out a bunch of people's YouTube channels, and I emailed a few of them, and probably the the darkness before the dawn was I joined a bunch of private Facebook groups related to podcasting and content creation, and... My problem with these groups was that they were all Christian themed. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, because I knew I I wanted a co-host who shared my general worldview and value system just because, I mean, we're going to be partners. We're going to be working together. That just kind of makes it easier from the jump. But at the same time, I knew I didn't want to make a Christian podcast And so I was hoping that in these groups, there would be people who were making podcasts that weren't just Christian things, but maybe were just Christians stoked about podcasting. And for the first four or five groups I joined, I instantly, I pretty much just instantly turned right back around and left. I was like, nope. JK, (laughs) let's just say there are a lot of devotional podcasts out there, like a lot. Uh, not that that's a bad thing, but that wasn't what I was looking to make. Um, yeah. But that all changed when I joined the group Christian Podcasters Association. Uh, mm. I was ex- sounds so official. Yeah, I know. I was expecting it to be another one of those groups with basically just one thing, um, but it wasn't. And uh, the guy who runs that group, Eric, um, welcomed me in. And as soon as I started posting about what I wanted to do, he and the other members of that group were all about it. And they Mm -hmm. really wanted to see it happen. And it wasn't long after I put out my pitch post that Curiosity Curator Sharon, who was in that group. Swoops in for the win. She swooped in and said, hey, 
this would be perfect for my niece. Can I connect you with her? And mm-hmm. the rest is history. I and, and here we are. <laughs> as soon as Susan commented and said that, or not Susan, uh, Sharon. As soon well, as Sharon Susan is the first on everything. So <laughs> as soon as Sharon commented and said that, I just had a good feeling. I mean, I I had been weeks searching for a co-host, and something just told me this is it. Like I have found her. I don't know anything about her yet, but this is her. And so we got connected and it, one of the craziest things to me and the thing that I think that people don't often realize is that the very first time we hopped on a zoom call, the very first time we spoke to and saw each other is the pilot episode. Yeah, we don't talk during the week. It's just text during the week. And the only time we actually see each other's face and talk with our voices is when we record. Yeah. And at that point, I mean, we had just gotten connected and we had sort of messaged back and forth like, oh, how do we want to do this? Well, I guess here's the show notes. Do you just want to try recording the pilot episode and see how it goes? And we did. And that is the pilot episode that everyone hears so that is that is just crazy to me yeah um and you know i i've gone back and listened to our first episode a few times and you know we i i know that's the jumping off point for many of our listeners so sometimes i go back and i'm like okay how was this really you know and we didn't have as nice of microphones and i still had so much to learn about the technical side of producing a podcast but it surprised me that i haven't cringed as much as i thought i would going back to the pilot episode i think the cool thing to me is how quickly we gelled and it's just pretty clear to me that yeah we were rough around the edges but we were on to something mm-hmm. and uh so for those of you who are enjoying our better audio quality and uh our <laughs> You're welcome. Our slightly more refined approach. Uh, just thanks for <laughs> thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think the last thing I'll say is that my favorite thing about this past year is that we have made something fun and lighthearted that's helped in a small way to lift people's spirits during one of the toughest years in recent memory. And I was just thinking about 2020 and the past year. And, you know, I'm going to remember last year for a lot of sad and difficult reasons. But I will also always remember it as the year that Parks and Rewatch got started and added so much laughter and creativity and positivity to my life. And, you know, all of you. And I will always be grateful for that. Oh. Yeah, mm. it it truly has been an amazing thing, and I'm so grateful to have been a part of it. There I go getting all sappy again, as Ron says in today's episode. Oh, I, wow, I still can't believe that I jumped into this with only three days of prep before our first recording. Um, <laughs> if you know me well. Uh, you know that I don't just jump into things at all. Um, I need to think a lot about what I do. And 
somehow this just went well. Like from the beginning, it felt light and it felt happy. And that inner joy has kept me going. And now a whole year later, like we're still doing it, which is blowing my mind. So I just think about the process and slowly I developed a niche as you and I got comfortable with each other. And somehow we shaped the show well for what it needed to be at that moment. And that's, that's just, I, Mm. I, I still don't know how we did that. Um, and it's just like when I was finally able to specifically say that my role is that I dig into and understand the things that the writers expect us to suspend our disbelief about, that was like a clarity moment. My inner Nancy Drew came out and I voraciously started digging in. It made me so happy. I remember being on the edge of tears after I called the librarians and they actually picked up and they answered my questions. Like I legit couldn't believe that they would talk to me. Nevertheless, like happily talk to me. And then when the possum rental place talked to me, like I was in awe, <laughs> I would just get off the phone and my eyeballs would just be like, I, I can't, I can't believe like my brain just couldn't process. I'm like, what is happening? I'm so excited, but I'm scared, but what? And then when Susan jumped in as our first patron, I could barely believe that. Um, we'd been deemed worthy of actual money support. Mm-hmm. That was mind blowing to me. And then yeah. Nature Nerd Amanda jumped on and now we're up to 14 patrons and I don't even know how we got there, but I'm, oh, I am in awe. Yeah. When we started, we were paying for the podcast out of our own pockets, our, yep. our mics, our equipment, hosting the show. We, we paid for that ourselves and we have not, we've not paid to host the podcast since June. It has been listener supported since last June. So that's incredible to me. Yeah, I I haven't been shy at all about talking about that, how hard this past year has been for me. And I seriously have no idea where I would be right now if it wasn't for this podcast and this community. You all have literally helped to bring smiles to some of my grayest days when you posted things just because you thought they were funny. And it was literally the right thing I needed to see at the right time to keep me going. And I'm seriously so amazed that one, we're still doing this. Two, we have such amazing people with us. And three, there's still so much goodness ahead of us. Mm-hmm. I'm so freaking thrilled. So I love this. I love all y'all. Me Let's too. Let's do an episode. Let's do. Thanks so much, everyone, for hanging out for this special episode, a year of Parks and Rewatch. Looking back on it, it's been amazing. How that, do we end it? it. I, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm, just uh, I'm, I'm all up in my, in my good feels. Oh, yeah, that feels natural. Yep. Okay, we're done. <laughs> <laughs>